0: Frustrated with toxic people, they can't see how much they hurt me. I just want this chaos to cease. Here's your host, Dr. Shayla, my source for how to live a life of peace. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity. Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. It's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. This is episode 37. Why are my co-workers so cutthroat? A listener question. Now, for those of you who went to the webinar about controlling parents, you noticed that the video wasn't up. I had a lot of um, technical difficulties. I think I should have just gone with YouTube. It would have made everything easier. Now, what I had to do was record a webinar and just posted online. So if you signed up and you went to that page, there is the recorded webinar that's still on that page. So in reference to the topic at hand, why are my coworkers so cutthroat? Well, there could be a lot of reasons why that is. I don't know the dynamics of your relationship with your coworkers. I don't know the industry you're working with. Um, I don't know in terms of hierarchy where you fit into the grand scheme of things, but I'm just going to paint with the broad brush here. And I'll give you an example. When I first started teaching, maybe it was like two years into when I started teaching, there was a faculty meeting and the chair comes in and says, you know, our enrollment is down and we might have to let some people go to which, you know, that makes perfect sense If, I mean, how can you have the same number of teachers if the number of students are going down? So that, that made sense to me. But when the chair said that you could feel the tension in the room. And you could feel this change, this, the whole vibe change. All of a sudden there was this fear. You could feel this dread and this trepidation just come over most people in there. And then what was interesting is that people who normally don't talk all of a sudden were speaking out, not only speaking out, but just raging. There was like all this, uh, animosity toward everybody. And you had people just shouting at each other. What happened there? Well, We were faced with the possibility that some of us could be let go. The reason why I'm even bringing that up is because that meeting changed a lot of how we dealt with each other. In my particular department, we're the largest department, say, right next to the nursing majors. I think they're even bigger than we are. But most of us in in my department, we're good. But even so, what happens is you have people starting to stab each other in the back. People starting to throw each other on the bus. Why is that? It was... The fear of losing their job for some people are probably living paycheck to paycheck. And there are some people who have folks at home who are depending on them. So the fear of losing the job is a very rare fear. And I'm saying that because could that be the case where you are? And even if no one tells them, well, you might lose your job, even if that's not there, some people have that ingrained in them that, you know, I need this job and I'm going to do whatever I can to keep this job. And it's like, they're so fearful that you'll take their job. As a graduate, you know, I've, I've brought this up before when I was in graduate school and I was working in this lab. And there was this person I was working with that had at least 15 years ahead of me, but yet this individual acted like I was gonna take their job. I said, there's no way. You have a 15 year head start on me. How in the world can I catch up to you? But then again, maybe I could've because I was very ambitious. But yeah, you have people that have carved out a niche for themselves. And they're afraid that you might come in and take their job. Even if that's not the case, they might be thinking that because in desperate times, people tend to do desperate things. And when you realize that, that some of these people who are cutthroat are probably acting out of fear, the fear of losing their livelihood, the fear of losing their health insurance, the fear of not being able to take care of their family. That's a real genuine fear. Now that doesn't vindicate them. I'm not saying it does. I mentioned in the, my previous episode, episode 36, that when you're dealing with coworkers who are demonizing you or calling you names, one of the things you have to understand is that probably wouldn't bother you so much if you had options. I've been in a cutthroat situation, but the men and I realized that, you know, I have options here. If I get let go, I mean, I'd rather not, I'd rather leave on my own terms rather than someone make the decision for me. But if that happens, then I have this to fall back on. I have that to fall back on. One of our receptionists has a gift for crafts. No, unfortunately I don't. It was right around Thanksgiving, she starts making these little Christmas trees and she sells them for like a $30 a pop. And then she brought these uh, frosted covered pretzels that she made at home. So she has all these crafts that she brings to work and she sells them. And does quite well. I mean, I don't know if she can do that full time, but at the very least, she has something going on. Now, me, I'm not good at craft, so I can't do that. I could probably learn if I really had to. But I've done freelancing gigs, tutoring. I had to teach overtime. I don't like teaching overtime, but I recognize, you know, sometimes you might be in a position you have to, you might have to take overtime, a second job, whatever it is, give yourself some options. And in my situation, I'm actually downsizing. I'm looking at mobile living, whatever I can to alleviate that financial burden. So if someone tells me, well, Dr. Shaley, we might have to let you go. And I'm thinking, okay, as I've said before, I'd rather not let them make that decision for me. I'd rather just say, okay, I quit. But if it happens, at least I have something to fall back on. Dave Ramsey, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he has this radio show and he talks about getting out of debt. He talks about of having a $1,000 emergency fund. Now, I call it a freedom fund because if something goes wrong, I have the freedom to not have to worry about it. Like the time when my car needed some, uh, they had to replace the struts. And so it was like a $500 job. And the lady looks at me, she says almost sheepishly, it's $500. I said, oh, okay. And then she looked at me like, you didn't hear me? And I said, Yeah, you said five hundred. Or maybe it was six hundred, I don't remember. It was something like that. And it it kind of shocked her because she probably thought I was about to curse her out or I was about to get all uppity, but no, it was oh five hundred dollars, I can take care of that. Or that time I had some major engine work done and it that was twelve hundred dollars. So the guy says twelve hundred dollars? Okay, I already had the thousand dollars. It didn't take much to come up with the extra two hundred. So that's what the freedom fund is. And then, you know, if you're not in debt, you can save six months worth of expensive, just in case something happens. I would love to see a study done looking at people who are cutthroat versus those who believe they have options. And I'm willing to bet that those who don't have options are the ones who are probably the most cutthroat. Now, if they have options and they're cutthroat, I'm not sure what to say about that. It's, it's probably something else going on. But like I said, I could be completely wrong about this, that this is something related to their jobs or their fear of losing their jobs. Like I said, I just don't know. I don't have all the information, but again, if I had to bet, I'm willing to bet that that would be the situation more often than not. People are just fearful and maybe not so much about money, but maybe they're fearful or just about change in general. Maybe they have money. Maybe if they lost their jobs, they'd be okay, but they can't imagine doing anything other than what they're doing because they're so steeped in what always has been. All right. So thank you for the email. You know, when I get these emails, I try to answer them to the best of my ability, but sometimes my knowledge is limited, and if I don't know, I'm not afraid to say I don't know. Could this be the case? Maybe, maybe not, but regardless, make sure you have options. Create some options for yourself. It might take some time, but go ahead and start mapping out a plan, whether you want to freelance, do some crafts, but like I said, if you're like me, that's not an option for me because... I just, I'm just not good at that. And plus I don't have the patience anyway. All right. So until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care. Go to the ToxicPeopleDetox.com. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity.